um, yeah, is there um, is there anyone else who wants to take a crack at the snake? Figuratively, please. Um, would I know what would I know about this kind of snake? What do you know about this kind of snake? Oh, um, are um, you like a snake? No, no. I think I think <laughs> I'm I'm sort of outdoorsy, but I think I probably spent the last year since I'm trained in healing uh, and survival. I probably spent the last year like doing pop up clinics, right? Roll, roll medicine then. Um, as an eighteen. Yeah. Um. It's you can tell the snake is blind in one eye. It's got a thin milky film over its left eye. And it's not just like the standard nictitating membrane. It's nope. It's like a snake cataracts. Interesting. Should snakes get cataracts? I know. Whatever. That... I'm saying it's blind to one eye. It's cool. Okay. Cool. Um. And so okay. So I noticed that the snake is is blind in one eye. Okay. Um. Which eye? Left. Left. I just, I just look, look at Jonas like that snake can't look left. <laughs> Is that like dogs can't look up? Yep, exactly. <laughs> Jonas looks at Tharka like, "Hey, hey, who's doing the observation here? Me or you?" Prods the snake again. <laughs> clearly me, because like, yeah, clearly me. And I'll like, st- I'll stand up and and walk over there, and then I'll just like, like, take take a finger and like, w- like swing it around the left side of the snake's head right like see it's got nothing can't see um there's definitely the snake regards you briefly uh, and you have the the faintest uh concept that it's trying that'd be raising an eyebrow at you if if such a thing the snake had the eyebrows to raise once i get closer to it like are the am i am i familiar with these kinds of snakes would I be? I mean, give me nature or perception or something like that, right? Like, those would be... Alright, uh, I'll give you perception because na- it's better than nature. Okay, that's a, that's a 25. Yeah, I mean, these are... Um, they're not... They're, they're considered harmless, um, but uh, this snake has a spike on its tail. Aha! A, hid- a hidden spike. There you go. I will... Uh... Snake whips out a hidden blade. Yeah, this is, snakes don't usually have to come armed, but this one did. Um, I'm gonna, yes, I'm, I'm gonna brought a spike to a snake fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the snake up by its tail, like unceremoniously, and just like this. This is this is weird. This shouldn't be here. Look, look at this. And I'm sort of like waving the back end of the snake at Jonas awkwardly, uh, <laughs> while the snake's head sort of flops around. I mean, like, the snake. The snake raises its head so it's not. It, it uh-huh. does that chicken gyroscope uh-huh. thing where it's just like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it definitely. Yeah, you don't need a perception check to know that it's cross with you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, yeah, that's fine. Deserved, certainly. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Stop, stop waving around my snake. Yes, yes. All very good observations. Please put the snake back in the bag. Okay, well, I, I like put the snake back on his hand, and I'll like pat it on the head two times, like slightly too hard. <laughs> I don't think they meant anything by it. Nice spike. The snake uh, gives the barest hint of a shrug as it crawls back down his arm <laughs> in, in the back into the bag. 
I was like, all right, okay, this is okay. I I'm beginning to see the wow. shape of things to come. The teacher odd says, uh, and he turns to uh, turns to Jonathan's character, whose name is I changed it. Glenn. I was going to say Greg, but Glenn. Yeah. Um, uh, and teacher odd says, uh, what work have you done to boast or uh, boast of the community, boast of those around you? Uh, and those in and around the Maga Ambai for your perquisite. Um, so, like, I picture Glenn is, like, lounging. I don't know if there's a tree nearby. Probably in it. Um, and just only vaguely paying attention. Hmm. Uh, how would I phrase that? Um, well, just last week, I helped a... Uh, I uh, helped the mother cougar with her litter of kittens, made sure that she was fed, and none of them were lost to the weasels. I, uh, the week before that, I helped Old Oak find its seedlings, good places to thrive. These are actually probably the wrong species now that I think about it, but anyway. Um, and, uh, and then, um, and then, ooh, the day after that, well, I had to climb down a well that was befouled. Somebody had let a corpse into it, so I pulled that out of there. Found it a proper place for the ravens to find. What have you done? Well, I, I mostly uh, teach students and administer tests and make sure that everyone finds their way properly in this world. Uh, you, you seem to have a gentleness about you, and I... Uh, I will ask you, and he pulls a uh, pulls a bone um, from his bag, uh, something that's not. Uh, it is not an old bone. It is mm-hmm. not. Uh, it doesn't look like it's sat in the sun. It doesn't look like uh, it's been dug up from the ground, having been buried hundreds of years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it is still slightly warm to the touch. And he says, "Can you soothe the soul of this bone?" <laughs> hmm. Um, can I tell what kind of bone it is, what it's from? Yeah. How would you like to determine this? Uh probably nature. Give it a roll. Uh sure. What does that tell me? Yeah, okay. Twenty three. Yeah, it is um what is that? What is an excellent type of um <laughs> Pardon the pun. Uh I don't know. I will definitely. It is a human humerus. It's a long arm bone. Hmm. No. 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 <laughs> no. Why? Well, it's not the bone spirit, is it? It's some person's spirit. And if they live without their arm, well, then their spirit is their own to tend to. If they're dead, it is no concern of mine. There's no, once they are dead, they are no concern. There's no. It's no longer my place. It is not for the living to meddle with the dead. Hmm. So there is no funeral rite that you would perform? Hmm. Funerals aren't for the departed. Well, the five of us here have not yet departed. Did you know them? Uh, <laughs> I, I could answer with two riddles. One. Does any of us truly know the other? And yes, also, yes. are we all not uh, 
siblings in some sense of the word. In this room, no and no. <laughs> and I look like very proud fucking... of myself for answering those two riddles correctly. <laughs> Jonas looks at Thorka. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is the this is the entrance. Ex- I I answered the question. I, you, I. Do I? And I, I'll look directly at Tisha. Do I get points? Is there a point system? Yes, I, I am grading each of you individually and as a group. There's a no. It's a this is this is a discussion. Sorry. I I merely seek to test uh, if you have the uh, the aptitude to become more than you are. Thorka looks very confused. And what, what was jubilation a moment ago is quickly turning sour. Oh, here I, I will I will leave you all with one with one last question. This is for all of you. Uh, he returns the the bone to his bag and he produces a, um, produces a a stone. Um, and this does not. This is a. The stone does not appear to be. Uh, it is not a river stone. It is not smooth on all sides. It is not rough hewn. Um, it is the sort of thing that may have been at one point uh, chip or sheared off of a larger thing, but it doesn't look like the sort of stone that you would find um, in uh, in a desert, or it might it might have come from some highland someplace. Uh, and he puts it on the ground before you all, and he says. Can you make this stone dance by itself? I stomp really hard. Jonas rolls his eyes. More kid stuff. Waves his hand, and the the stones start skipping and popping around. What? Which do you? What do you? How do you do that? Uh, do I just press? Can I just press digitate that? Because if not, I'll I will just have my idol undo it. Let's see. I actually need to check on the card for it just to make sure I've got the right. Boop. Uh, da, 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 da. okay yeah um what happens is he'll he can lift the the object uh it's it lifts slowly so it's just like just a little bit just enough to get it off the ground and then drop it and then pick it up and then drop it it's a dance of a sort <laughs> i mean that's true that is a direct solution uh does anyone else want to make the stone dance you didn't make the stone dance. You moved the stone around. The stone was already <laughs> dancing. Stones just dance very slowly. Alright, dancing in the eye of the beholder. Thorka or Firebird? I mean, the stone's already dancing along its plank length, so don't. I don't see what else I can do here, really. Again, I stomp really hard. Does that like cause it to bounce? I have no idea. I don't know what the floor is like. I don't have any like special ability to do that. I'm just okay. stomping really hard. <laughs> All right. Uh, Adam, what about a firebird? Um, I mean, they already did the prestidigitation thing, so I'm not going to repeat that. I just while you're contemplating, Thork is getting down in like push-up position and blowing on the rock. <laughs> I don't have. Do I? <laughs> let's see. 
If I cast a spell that does damage, can I make it not do damage? <laughs> Just blow up the rock to show your dominance. <laughs> Fireball, no. No, no. You're probably not going to do more than a few points of damage, right? You're like you're looking like a D6 plus something, right? Like it's, at most. No, it's it's not even that. It's just a oh yeah, oh yeah. So it's a D4 plus seven. A D4 plus seven is not nothing, <laughs> but like that, that rock heart it's probably got a decent hardness on it, right? Like before it starts taking any damage, you got to like no hit it pretty. I have hard. the. I was gonna cast Scatter Scree. I was gonna say, "Hey, it's a shame that to, oh, ha God. to have this rock have to dance all by itself, and then just dump a whole bunch <laughs> more rocks around it." But then, it's a it's a pretty big area, so I don't. That's probably not a ten foot line. No, absolutely shoot Thorka in the face. With that. <laughs> that's uh, that's starting it off on the on the right foot. I mean, I could do it in front of Thorka because it it <laughs> doesn't have to be a, centered on the rock, I suppose. <laughs> okay <laughs> you kick off the spell and create a uh a whole line dancing of stones yep excellent the teacher out laughs and gathers up the stone and puts it back in his bag and he says all right okay i think hmm very interesting i, I think i see the shape of things to come uh he uh he waves his hand in the air from uh like the lower left around in like a bit of a circle to the right uh, a vertical circle vertical three-quarter circle uh and along the path of his hand uh he produces these floating symbols and he says you see six symbols before you which do you choose uh and there is a flickering candle a pair of balanced scales a multi-pronged key uh pursed lips an open hand with an eye in the palm and a running hourglass and i'll copy these into chat for you so you just gonna say thank you because I have no idea. Um, <laughs> three. Wow, it's uh, maybe I should just type these all out as opposed to copy and paste from spreadsheets. PDF, I don't want to for spreadsheet, just blather it again. <laughs> Cut out all of this. All right, there you go. Oh, uh, I can't actually copy that to the other chat because uh, does everybody have Discord up? Yeah, yep, yeah, I can see it. Of course, because that's where we're chatting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Habits die hard. Um, okay. It's all very esoteric, and none of them involve, like, smashing, so... Do you say these, these are symbols just floating in front of us, or are they actual objects? There are, um... There are not actual objects. They are, they are glowing symbols. Jonas will place two fingers to the pursed lips. Uh, Firebird will say, it never hurts to have an extra key, and point at the key. Okay. is going to try to just grab the scales. Uh, your hand... You know what? Uh, you grab the scales. Okay. They are now floating in your hand. Awesome. Oh my god, I keep trying to switch over the screen. Glenn, do you have an object that you... Uh... The hourglass. Or a net. And you can uh, you can pick any of the ones, even if they've already been picked, or oh. none at all. No, uh, I said the hourglass. The hourglass oh, okay, I'm good. sorry. I didn't hear you. My cat is meowing in my face. Yeah. <laughs> Meow yourself. There you go. Um, so, as you choose a symbol, you can feel like a sense, a new, uh, like a, a new sense opening. Uh, an additional 
focus or thought or uh, a new, another ability blossom within you. Uh, for those of you who can already cast spells, um, you are, it is similar to that. Um, although I think for Jonas, what type of magic do you cast? I mean, it is, it's arcane magic, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and Firebird, you're arcane as well? No, primal innate magic. All right. So for you, um, this is a arcane innate spell, which is, uh, and of course, uh, Thorka, do you have any spellcasting ability whatsoever? None whatsoever. None. Yeah. So this is probably very different for you, Firebird. Uh, you have now learned how to cast, or you've been granted the ability to cast arcane magic. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, you've been granted Mage Hand as an arcane innate spell. Uh, and I'll, I'll drop all this in, in chat as well so you understand. And then Thorka, you um, uh, you have, as you've grabbed the scales, uh, you have learned um, the primal innate spell Guidance. So you have been awoken to the uh, the living majesty of nature and beauty and the or the living majesty of nature uh red and tooth and claw and the its abilities to shape guide and be controlled by the world around you okay then everybody actually gets uh if you already have this um cantrip uh you can just basically pick one we'll talk about that later i'm dropping in the spoiler tags just because i'm that kind of guy yeah um yeah, if the hero already knows a cantrip, choose another arcane or primal cantrip the hero doesn't already know. That seems appropriate for their simple choice. I'll figure that out. Um, let me know if you already have that, that uh, cantrip. I don't think anyone does. I was flipping through your character sheets. No. Oh. No, I don't actually. Well, yeah. Sweet, I get to relay messages. Well, I mean, it's a cantrip, so... I, if I understand right, I pick new ones, right? No, wait, you, you are static on those. You don't memorize them. Yeah, they just are. Yep, I don't think I took stabilize. So, um, so there is one final statement, or there's a. So after that is done, um, uh, teacher aunt has um one more, one more, one more question to po- to to pose to you, and this is not something that needs to be answered right away. It is something that you can think on, um, because it's really a question of personal growth. But before I ask that, uh, I do want to double check uh, everyone's ancestries because there's another thing that might occur. Uh, so, it's my human. Uh, Jonas, how does your Eidolon work? Like, is it part of you? Like, what is what's the deal with it? I mean, it's something I summon, but I don't. And everyone else is. Uh, we got humans, dwarves. Uh, and uh, Adam, do you do you appear human? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that this does not apply to us. Uh, all right. So uh, Teacher Ott says, uh, at the Magaambaya, we seek to understand our differences. Where others might dismiss a trait as irrelevant or troublesome, we understand that the things that make us unique in life are key to who we are as people. And it is who we are as people that defines our magic. Sometimes it is things that are different about us, things that societies have taught us to hate, that show what our talent will be. 
To the north, people say that children with white or red hair have strong potential for magic. Here in Natambu, we recognize that left-handed people are skilled at undoing spells. One student of mine is terrified of butterflies, even though he considers it ridiculous. Yet in exchange for these fear of fluttering whimsy, he has one of the most orderly minds for games and strategy that I have ever seen. Sometimes we do not understand our magic, and the lack of understanding causes pain. People who are uncomfortable in their own skin are incredible shape changers, but often feel unsettled until they recognize the shape they were meant to be. Those who feel an urge to jump from high places often become frightened of themselves, but they are simply channeling the untrained will to fly. Sometimes our talents are not revealed by happy means. One student here had a family who planned her life out from birth to death, punishing her when she deviated the slightest bit. She only found freedom in the thought of her grave, and as a result, the dead began to speak to her. Here, she has freedom to choose her own path, but her necromancy remains strong. You don't have to share, but I want you to ask yourselves, what about you defines you, even if others rarely notice it? Is there something inside you that pulls at you, perhaps defying rational explanation? Thus, I return to my first question, who are you, and how can that person best be guided to grow? And you don't need an answer right now, uh, and that is the first encounter of this module. I thought it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, because I have no answer. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 it's like deep all right and i guess and that's where we're going to call this because i just wanted to do you know one little bit uh this chapter one is called orientation this is the first encounter of that i thought it's a good job does a good job of setting up like kind of the tone for the module and this adventure path uh i hope you all have enjoyed yeah that's fun i am pressing the stop button outro music goes here that D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Umoja by Alexander Nakarada, which is available from freestockmusic.com. Nakarada's music can also be found on serpentsoundstudios.com. Outro music is Horizons by Atch, which can be found on SoundCloud or at ATCH Music on Instagram. The Kindled Magic book was written by Eleanor Farron and Alexandria Bustian and is a part of the Strength of Thousands Pathfinder Path. The Pathfinder role-playing game is owned and published by Paizo Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associate copyright holder. <laughs>